Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Rachel Levin. She's a published author, professional speaker, body love coach, certified health coach, and certified personal trainer. After 20 years as a fitness instructor, she wrote her first book, The Donut Diaries, about her own struggles with her weight and restrictive diets, which lasted for over 30 years. As Rachel turned 40, the expression, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, hit home, and she made a decision to take her power back and heal from decades of negative thinking and self-sabotage. Writing her book was her way of sharing her message to women that you are not alone. Rachel now helps those who have have had or still are experiencing negative body image through her three pillars of fitness, nourishment for both the body and mind, movement, and rest creating a safe space for all women to feel whole in their own body. Thank you. And welcome for, to, for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So um, this is, I'm really interested in, in what you're doing, you know, body image, oh, you know, ever since we're little girls, right? Like we, it's this thing of what you need to be or what you need to look like. And, you know, the supermodels who are, you know, stick thin, um, uh, you know, there's always something, right? And whether it's because you have health issues or whether it's your weight or whether it's just how you look in general or your hair color was straight or curly or, you know, the color of your skin or, I mean, it, it just goes across the board, right? So um, uh, tell me, you know, uh, uh, your intro kind of outlines your story, but tell me what what drives you to want to help others to focus on, you know, good body image. Well, I think that I spent those first four decades of my life feeling so alone. Like only I'm feeling this way. Only I can't have the right body. Only I, 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 right? So I I was driving myself crazy thinking I was alone. And that was really what I wanted more than anything to come across in my book is that you are not alone, ladies. You're not. We have all, you know, just like what you just said, there could, it could be anything that gives us that feeling of just not being a part of something. And it could be any number of things, but we all feel that way. That's the collective thing with women. So I just wanted to make sure that a, you didn't feel alone and that you took my book and my message that you can do it too. It's not, it's not something that I'm, I did. It's not magic, right? We can all have uh, the way that we see ourselves stemming from love and not hate anymore. So that's great. Um, you know, one of the things when I was growing up, there's so many reasons why I, I literally would look in the mirror and despise what I saw. Um, I had food allergies. You know, I wrote a whole chapter called My Body is a Burden. I had food allergies. And so I was really, you know, getting sick and stuff. So when, you know, I, I would look in the mirror And I would just, you know, I felt awful from that. So I would look in the mirror and not feel good about it. Right. Um, I had breakouts and, you know, skin rashes or I felt weak and pale and whatever it was. Right. 
And then there's the whole, you know, depression growing up with an alcoholic father. So I had the depression. And so I saw sadness. I saw anger, like just as a whole person, I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. And then there's a whole, if you're not belt, you know, like I compared myself to supermodels, you know, a lot when I was younger. Um, and so, you know, a lot of it, the work for me, once I started focusing internal and believing in myself and loving myself and healing those broken parts, then I was able to look in the mirror and go, God damn it, you're beautiful. You rock. I love you. Like, you know, um, and, and it took a lot of years to, to get to that point. Uh, well, what do you think your pivotal moment was that made you say, I want to change, you know, because you were a fitness instructor for years, right? But but you finally kind of something changed in you to 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 change how you view yourself, even though you were a fitness instructor and healthy and all of that, to say, now I really need to change how I see myself both internally and externally. And then I want to help others in, in turn. I talk about this story a lot because it was just so pivotal for me. I had just turned 40 years old and I was a size zero. I had just the year before lost 50 pounds and it was just something that was in the forefront. I worked at a gym and they were always just commenting and talking about my weight. And it was just such a weird time for me because here I am, this tiny, tiny body that I've never in my 40 years prior had gotten down to a size zero. You think I was like, yeah, I finally did it. I'm at my goal weight, but I was friggin' miserable. And I was like, why, why do I not feel on the inside the way that I feel like I should be, or people are expecting me. And I just had this, you know, really weird spiritual awakening the couple days after I turned 40. And it was just like this flood of emotions that came out. And I just realized that I have wasted so much of my life of my time, not appreciating my body for just the magical things that it does. And for the fact that I have friends and family who love me, and I was just always stuck in the negative. So I really started changing my mindset and saying, you know what, I'm like, you mentioned it in my intro, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I felt that there's something that I was doing to myself to make me not live my best life. So like you, I started doing the work. I started just really kind of getting deep and realizing and fixing all those broken things and had to accept that my body is not my whole story. It's not who I am. It's my vessel. It's a part of me, of course, but it's not who Rachel is. And I wanted to learn more about her. And so when I turned 40, I think that was such a beautiful time for me because it has charted this whole 10 more year journey that I've been on about helping women find their inner and outer beauty. Right. I mean, I, I think it's so funny when we say, oh, just love yourself for who you are. But that's not real either. We want to feel beautiful. We want to feel loved. We want to feel attractive. So there's no reason that we can't have it all. Yeah. And, and that's so true. Everyone always thinks like, if I lose weight, I'll feel this way or I'll be happy then. Or if I can, 
get off, you know, psych meds, or if I can, you know, get off, you know, antidepressants, or if I could stop being, you know, if, if I can get rid of this anxiety, like whatever it is, it's always like, if I can, rather than just an acceptance that this makes up who we are, like this body allows me to enjoy a really big plate of spaghetti, which is my favorite food ever. <laughs> you know, this, this yeah. body allows me to go out and, and be in nature and swim and enjoy being outside and, and to pet my dog and, you know, all of the wonderful things in life. And we forget that. Um, and so, but sometimes like you and I, like you wake up at a point, like you said, your turning point was 40. I was 45 when I had my turning point. What do you think for a younger generation? What do you think some of the signs are that they can, that they are having that mind chatter, that negative self thought? And what do you, what do you think some of the signs are that, that, you know, they can recognize to say, this is, this is not healthy. You need to change. This is not normal. This talk is not normal. Um, what are some of the things that you would you would point out for someone who maybe is is uh, going through that on a regular basis, does but doesn't realize that it's unhealthy? My first conversation with people of any age, really, but it's you know why do you feel this way? Why? What happened to you? I think so many people don't really spend a lot of time in their story, you know, because that's where the answers are. It's happened. It happened to you. It stuck with you. Someone said something once about your body. You grew up with a mother who was always talking about her body. I mean, so that's where all this stuff comes from. So what happened to you to make you feel this way about yourself, you know, and remind them that the more you tell yourself these negative things, it does become your truth. So you have to change that mindset and flip the script and start saying nice things to yourself, write it on a post-it. I don't care. Write it on, you know, put it on your phone and say it out loud to yourself every day. But, you know, I do tell people that you have to do this for yourself. There's nothing out there or nobody out there that can change that for you. I can sit here and tell you, Marissa, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're kind. But if you choose to not accept that, then it doesn't matter what I tell you. So that's why I always tell people, you've got to find that self-love from within. And then, you know, you start to approach the day with gratitude and love and appreciate what your body can do. I, I don't think we think about that when you're younger, because you feel so in invincible. I think that's the right word, but it starts, it should, it should have started then, right. It should have started back then because me at 40, you at 45 is like, how much more happiness could we have had? Now I know that we needed to go through that to be where we are today. So I don't begrudge my lessons, but you know, if I were to do it all over, I think I would have appreciated that, that knowledge then. Yeah. And having someone point it out like, hey, you know what? That's unhealthy. Right. Having having someone guide us. And, you know, that's the, the whole show is about to have mentors, inspiring mentors that are that are women leaders in in, you know, the industries and in business in general to say, you know what? We've all struggled. We've all had issues. And and to be able to, you know, reach the younger generation, because, you know, for me, 
Um, I love it when when I have clients that are younger and they're doing the work and they want to do the work and they want to like delve in and get to their story and take it apart and figure out who they are. Like to me, that is so exciting. And I'm always like, oh, my goodness, I'm so proud of you because you're so young and you're still wanting to do this um, because they they have so much benefit of doing it at such a young age. For sure. That's great. So what are some of the things that you do through your three pillars? Uh, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Well, I realize that just like anything, as we age and go through life, that changes. You know, I write about the workout that I was doing at the time in my book. And, you know, now that workout just no longer serves me because I don't live in a big city anymore that I walk everywhere. You know, I'm back in suburbia and I drive everywhere. So now I've had to reintroduce cardio into my life. So, you know, it's as long as you stay open to the shift and you stay open to the fact that it doesn't have to remain the same, because a lot of times our bodies adapt so quickly that what we did then doesn't work for us now. And especially as we age, you know, I, I'm sure your listeners and you understand that as women, we, ha- I don't want to say have to, it's important that we use strength training as one of our pillars of movement. We have to bone density, muscle mass, strength, posture, all those things. So I have to be, like I mentioned, open to the shift, but movement means for me something every day, whether I take a walk or I go for a swim, or I go to the gym, whatever that means. Nourishing my body means paying attention to my body's signals. There are some days where I'm just not so hungry. And then there's days where I can literally not get enough food in my face. So to appreciate those different types of days that I have, or months or weeks or whatever. And then I always give myself a day where I don't have to do a damn thing, whether it's, it, you know, social media or business or whatever. I just give myself permission to take a day off from life. And I have found that I'm prepped and ready and energetic for the, for the, for the next week. So I love that about my, about my um, rest days. That's great. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not a social media fan and um, I spent less and less time posting on social media. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like when my kids were growing up, I was taking like all these photos and I'd spend go through life taking photos. And then I was like, wait a minute, like who goes back and really looks at photos? Come on. Like, I just need to put the camera down and be present and engage with them. And that's kind of like the same thing, like social media, you can post your life on social media, but to actually just be present in your own life. Right. And, 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 you know, kind of take that day off um, is just really helpful from, from that perspective. Sure. So, um, so we're running out of time. What advice would you give for um, any of the, the women listening about, you know, how to, how to feel whole in their body again? My best advice is to let go of your past. Let it's gone. It's done. You know, heal from that and open yourself up to being happy. Open yourself up to just accepting who you are, what you look like and appreciate that you can move through this earth without any obstacles or, I mean, 
I shouldn't say that because I know some people do, but there's still a part of your body that works, right? And so be grateful for that. To know that your body is so, so smart. You don't need to tell it when to eat. You don't need to restrict it. It knows what it needs. And that's where a craving comes from. So I love to tell people, pay attention to that because sometimes it's what your body needs and it's that, and it's your body's way of telling you. So be grateful for your body, appreciate your body, appreciate that you get to live this life and just do your best. I love it. Well, thank you so much. It's been great having you on the show. Where can everyone find you, Rachel? Absolutely. My website is rachellavinwellness.com. My book is available on amazon.com. And I am only on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all under Rachel Lavin Wellness. All right. Well, we will put definitely the links to reach you uh, in the bio. Um, So thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, the art of intentional thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.